Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello and welcome to episode 55. Josh is not with us. He is, he says he's shooting a movie. He says he's shooting a movie, but I think we all know that he is um, currently shooting up heroin in some... God damn it, you took my joke. Oh, did I? I was going to say, he's he's shooting something else. Yeah, (laughs) nice. Uh, (laughs) Straight in with the spoon and the the plastic thingy and the, uh, it's all the bells. All with that, um, uh. Just like in all the montages in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. You know, you've, you've had those beer goggle simulators, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they did them in school to show you, like, how impaired you can be when you're drunk and stuff. But, like, I I might be much more interested in the heroin simulator because I just need to <laughs> – I guess it's more of a feeling than, like, a look. But <laughs> I just want to I just want to experience that safely without having to go anywhere near a needle. But that's just me. Yeah. I know. That's – Every boy's dream is to simulate <laughs> shooting up heroin. What can I say? I'm not that special. Um, so let's let's talk. Let's chat a little bit. We've got a little some movie news ish uh, that literally broke like an hour ago. So I feel like it's Boy. and it's Star Wars related. So I feel like we kind of have to contractually talk about it. Cody Donald Glover has been cast as a young Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo spinoff. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it so much. It's so perfect. It's he's a great casting. actor. Yeah. He's a great actor, and I think he's going to kill it. What's your Donald uh, Glover exposure? Um, As a rapper. Childish Gambino, know, obviously. Yeah, I know some of his music there, and The Martian. Yep, from last year. That's about it. I haven't watched Community. Mm. I'd really like to. I was about to say, like, I've seen um, a lot less community than most people, but enough to know that he's, like, really good and stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not 100% sold on Lando just because it's Billy D, and it's just Billy D has that <laughs> kind of, you know, it's, I'm serious. He's, it's got, he's got that it, he's got that it factor that I just don't, I don't know if Donald Glover can match that, and also... The voice is like a big is a big thing, you know. I just I hope he does a little Billy impression the entire time. Yeah, like a subtle enough to to work. But no, it's 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 cool. So Alden Ehrenreich is Han and uh, uh, Donald Glover as Lando, and apparently there's they're testing a, a female lead. I think Tessa Thompson's been in the mix, so they're like I guess maybe casting Lando's love interest, or maybe they're both. Into her or something along those lives, lines, like a love triangle kind of thing. I think it's canon that uh, Han Solo had a wife before. Yes, that's true. But um, maybe we get like the beginning to that relationship where she's with something Lando. Like that. So like instead of, because I don't, I I can't remember. I'm sure you could, but I can't remember the exact dialogue exchange in Cloud City in Episode Five. But maybe he stole more than the Falcon from Lando. Well, maybe, know? yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see it's. I'm these. I'm kind of tempering my expectations for these spinoffs just because I don't know. Just my problem with spinoffs in general is that I know where it's going to end. So there's you kind of lose a lot of suspense. Uh, but I'm 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 curious to see it. I think Phil. And- I mean, the only thing you'll know about the Han Solo movie is that he's not going to die. 
Yeah, really. Not in that one. Not yet. <laughs> there is... Spoilers for episode seven, everybody. Sad, 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 sad. I, I actually, in some aspects, I do like that when I can watch a character and sort of know where they're going to end up. But, um, but that's more of like a character thing, not of like, oh my god, are they going to make it out of this? Okay, you know. Yeah. Because abs, they are. Lol. But, um, I'm in, I'm I'm excited. Now, do you think we're going to get, like, an antagonist, or is this going to be kind of like a buddy movie? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's a great question. They're probably be an antagonist. I'm sure they're going to try to follow the Star Wars formula as best they could. Yeah. Unless the director is banana nuts and wants to uh, have some fun. Yeah, it's Phil Lord you know? and Chris Miller, so all bets are off with them, I think. What have they made? I don't know. Lego movie. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Lego movie and the uh, Jump Streets. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. I'm more excited now. Yeah. It's been pretty, I love that. Uh, yeah, other than this, it's been pretty slow on the spinoff front. I mean, I'm not... Uh, they've. I think they had Josh Trank now, uh, attached to something. Uh, but that's obviously since he had his meltdown, that didn't come to pass. But uh, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on what could be next? As far as spinoffs go, yeah, I want my Jar Jar movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to know what happened to him after Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Except I'd rather die than watch that movie. Um, I Me- don't know. I Misa think... too. Misa too. Oh, I think we could um do with some pre prequels. You know what I mean? Oh, like. Old Republic kind of stuff. Yeah, I want I want a movie adaptation of the Darth Revan story. Is basically where I'm at. Okay, cool. Did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? A little bit. Not Eat the much, game. Though. Go back and play it. I no. <laughs> Do it. You need no, to go back and play it. Or then watch a video on the lore or something. It's I will. An incredible mo- game. It's not a movie. Should be a movie. Mm. According to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have an ant- anthology film set for 2020. I really don't want to see a Boba Fett. I don't care about Boba Fett. He's cool, but he's I don't. I really don't want to spend a movie with him. I'm I'd be much more happy if they did the. What's being rumored is that they kind of moved him uh into the Han Solo film slash films. Because I just do you find Boba Fett that interesting, or has he just kind of been built up as? No, I think he's he's super cool looking. That is. Yeah. He doesn't really do shit, but yeah, I I, I like it. I mean, I don't think unless they get a really good writer, he hasn't really done anything that warrants his own movie. Yeah, except I mean, how what what can you do to for a Boba Fett movie? Pitch me a Boba Fett movie. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Boba Fett is on unemployment. <laughs> he is sitting around trying to find his purpose in life, and just like a Woody Allen movie, he just sort of. Meanders around uh, Cloud City and meets a girl, and they fall in love, and they fall out he's of love. He's cleaning his room. He's cleaning his room one day. He's just really he, Jewish. He knock. He knocks over, <laughs> knocks over uh, a shelf in his closet, and he sees his dad's armor. He's like, "Oh." His mother calls him and asks him why he didn't marry Janine from uh, from high school. <laughs> why isn't she? Why didn't you marry her? Why didn't you marry Janine? I'll give her a call. I'll give her a call. She was nice. I hear she's still single. You want me to call her? <laughs> Your Jewish mom's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I practice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so big things going on in Star Wars land. And I guess another thing that I think 
I don't know if we should be expecting, but it's it makes sense that it would be here. But uh, episode eight teaser. I can't imagine it's that far away. I mean, Star. Oh, I thought I thought we got one, and I didn't see it yet, and I was scared. No, no, no. Episode. Oh, <laughs> right. No, we did get the teaser like with one shot a long time ago. That was just sort of an announcement. But I'm talking about like a an episode seven style teaser because I mean it, it'll be a year away. In let's see. Is that when we got our Force Awakens one? Yeah, it was in the middle, middle or beginning of December. So, oh boy, yeah. Ryan is Ryan Johnson's. Instagrammed already that he's uh, they're hard at work at cutting the movie so I don't know we could we'll see oh, can't imagine I'm ex- it's that far away I'm excited now maybe they I would hold wait. it maybe they'd hold it for like a Super Bowl kind of a thing but uh, oh, that might don't be. do that don't ruin it they should attach it to Rogue One no, and yeah, not that's... release it out not release it on the internet until after Rogue One comes out oh, I wish I think that would be so cool I wish because like because what's the difference of if you release it in theaters as to releasing it online a few days before. I mean, people are going to talk about it, so you might as well make more money for your movie, you know? Get some cool marketing, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm If if that is does happen, if I can, I'm going to wait until the theater just to watch it, watch a possible episode A trailer. But if it's like a week and a half before, then I'm just going to have to watch it. Because we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah. Well... That yeah, is our burden. Yeah, well, if if it coincides with an episode, then we can, like, if it's, if we're recording on a, well, we're recording on the same night, but I don't know. We'll see. I just, I'd really like to experience that in ZIMAX. Are you uh, going to see it in IMAX, by the way? Oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to see it in IMAX. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. All the 14-year-olds that watch our, uh. This is how 14-year-olds talk, so it's, yeah. it's oh, shoot. totally. Um, sorry, all the Jewish moms <laughs> watch our show. I was listening to the show, and they, they walked they, the they, they said this would. It was no – I went English. I went straight Australian there for a second. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. You want to like, take a step back real quick? <laughs> did not. Did you watch that uh, teaser? I did not, and I don't want to. I didn't to. either. I really don't feel like it. I'm not – that movie doesn't really need to sell me on anything. I just kind of want to check it out. Because I, I don't care about it at all. Like, I get why I'd be like, oh, R-rated Wolverine and cool, cool, cool. But I don't know. But well, of what I've seen, it doesn't – it really doesn't fit with the X-Men universe. And I guess that's the point. But I don't know. That canon makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's... Honestly. Does Wolverine have his own canon? Like, what is happening? Uh, who knows? <laughs> because who the hell knows? that movie, The Wolverine, made no sense. Yeah, it just I don't it's know. just it's it's a I get it. it's cool that it's its own uh little adventure but why? Why make that movie? It wasn't even good. Yeah. It's just one of those things. That more the more Hugh Jackman the better in this. So, it's it is sad to see him leaving the leaving the character, but what are you going to do? All right. Uh anything else? Oh, I got, I got nothing. All right, let's talk about the accountant then. Wow, this is, is going to be a quick episode. Huzzah! Let's do it. People need to say huzzah more. That's why I said during this movie when things happen, I was like, "Oh, huzzah. huzzah!" Huzzah! And everyone around you was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I, I, I don't make, I make enemies. That's just part of my life. I don't make friends at the movies. I make enemies. <laughs> you got it. When I walk in, they know what's up. It's like, oh, it's that guy. Oh um, shit! But I was, I. And by f- I was by far, uh, I guess earlier in the year, the most excited about this movie out of 
you out of all all three of us really, um, just because of the pedigree of it. I mean, Gavin O'Connor behind uh, who's done Warrior and did Jane Got a Gun early in the year that I'm statistically the only person who dug, which that's fine. But um, that's still gonna make your list at the end of the year. Do you oh think? no, no, it's looking at my looking at my like list of the year now. It's in like the I think it's in the low twenties, something like that, out of fifty. Oh gosh. So. But not not that that's bad. It's just been there's been a lot of really. It's been uh, a pretty good year. Yeah, it's solid flicks. Um, yeah, it's twenty six out of fifty, so it's right in the middle. Much better. Than I like that you. Ha- I like that you have your list already. Gosh, it feels like I'm an underachiever. No, no, no. I'm just obsessive, and it's this is, this is the, like, this brings my brain so much peace to have all of this <laughs> together. You have no idea. I I live a less anxious life than I did before, but um. So yeah, I was really excited about this. I've been a huge fan of Gavin O'Connor. I think he's got... I really like his sensibilities. And Warrior is probably the best sports movie, sports-related movie I've ever seen. And Somebody hasn't seen Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I have not seen Rocky IV. But this is... I know that this is better because it's, it's awesome. Uh, he also made Miracle, which is... Okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but the accountant's the important one, and I've been really excited about this. Uh, I guess I wasn't really let down, but it just sort of fit right in the middle of my expectations. This was like yeah, the, was... the worst-case scenario for this movie was, I don't know, just bland and boring and uninteresting. And the best-case scenario was like, action movie to end all action movies or thriller to end all thrillers. But this sort of settled right in the middle and was like a, a very entertaining, uh, still a little bit bland, but a overall good time. It was a overall good time at the movies. What do you think? I had, it was a better Jason Bourne, in my opinion. Oh, that's a good way to put it. I agree. I liked this. This movie was a lot. And I feel like saying better is kind of douchey because I mean, a lot of people really did, did anybody really like Jason Bourne now that I think about it? No, not really. So, I mean, I guess, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it was more, I had more fun watching this movie than I did Jason Bourne, which. Yeah, absolutely. I, I should have been was... in a, a mood for Jason Bourne, and I wasn't. True. I think this was just really, above anything else, it was just plotted really, really strongly. It was, there was really. It it took uh it took its time where it needed to, but it sort of blazed through other areas, and I really like as far so as far as pacing goes, I think this is excellent and was the exact kind of pace that I wanted it to be. There was only one part I got kind of bored at. I think I can What's guess, it? but we'll get to that. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the ca- uh, the cast. So Ben Affleck is he plays the titular accountant. Um. And I guess something that we should, we could, and should talk about right off the top is the tw- is one of the twists to this movie is that he has autism. Is that really a twist? I feel like they kind of threw that at you at the beginning of the well, movie. Well, I I say twist as like oh, twist is it? to it's the like genre. A... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah I gotcha. You, twist to action thrillers. Um, how do you what do you think about that? Do you think how do you think it was handled? Was it done? Did it? Uh, Man, did this did that need to be in this movie? Did it need to be in this movie? I feel like it, it added a really cool element to the movie, and it gave um, Ben Affleck a good challenge. But did it need to be in the movie? Probably not. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably would have been just as well without it, but I'm not going to say I, I hated it because there's an autistic person in the movie. Right. But yeah, I just, I, I think it, it, it was interesting. It only added to the movie, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think, I, if, I think it, yeah, it helped. If you took it out... Um... It would have been more boring. Yeah, it, it would have, it would have been a little bit more boring and kind of traditional, but like I agree with you. I think it added a lot, especially the um, exposure scenes where he's um, Ben Ben Affleck's character is like in his house and he's like rolling his leg, listening to loud music, and he's got the the light machine going. I really thought that was that's kind of I. This is not going to be the first time that I do this, but I, it, it reminded me a lot of Batman. <laughs> where he, in Batman Begins when he goes into the cave and he like the bats are swarming and he just kind of stands there where that's like a psychological trick like if you expose yourself to the thing that you fear you like can control it and mm-hmm. this I mean he's not afraid of loud noises and bright lights but it's just something that bothers him so I, I really I I kind of dug that and I thought that was a, a good um, good good part of the movie and back to the autism thing I don't necessarily know why this is the case, because it's not like he's the, I, autism. I guess isn't the mo- isn't the most exceptional thing about him. I guess like he's more of I don't know. It's kind of it's like I I kind of thought that they were doing this to like give autistic kids a superhero, but he's kind of also a killer and, and he's yeah, like, not a it, great person. He's not a role model. He's not yeah. a good person at all. He breaks the law every day. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like when you saw the trailer, you probably thought it was like, Oh, we could autistic people can be cool too. We're making a movie to prove it, which they can be everybody. Yeah, obviously. Or you get upset at me. <laughs> Never. But. Um, <laughs> shoot, I forgot where I was going. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like they didn't write that movie that way. They were writing it just as an interesting uh, little tidbit to his character, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I'd be interested to find out and ask, uh, why'd you do that? Not that it's a bad thing, but just maybe the screenwriter, maybe his son or somebody he knows is autistic and he wanted to incorporate that in there. Who knows? But overall, I think it, it, uh, fit into the movie and they didn't. I, I never thought it was insulting, which is the most important thing. Like, yeah, no. There was that would just or... be like, come on, man. Make, <laughs> you can make fun of people for something they can con- you they can control all you want. Like, But if you can't control it, just, you know, leave it be. Leave it be. Okay, I got you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about uh, some of the rest of the cast. I guess we'll try to get the Batman stuff out of the way. So J.K. Simmons, <laughs> let's chat. He was pretty good. Yeah, I liked him. He was kind of a secondary character didn't really do much mm-hmm. kind of just existed for a pretty cool scene at the end but true, true. he definitely wasn't bad i don't think he's capable of giving a bad performance honestly oh yeah absolutely he's as rock solid as they come and i especially liked his uh the exposition dump in the in the middle of the movie is that <laughs> the is that the scene you were talking about oh no i was talking about there's that scene in the hotel just oh with the dress they're, being, you know, he's trying to communicate with her, but he can't because, you know, autism. Right. But I thought that scene was pretty endearing, but it was still kind of boring to me. Yeah. Which, but, and the weird, the weirdest thing is, at the very end, and like, 
this isn't screenwriting 101 or anything, but it's just something I've come to expect. When she opens up the storage container, I thought there would be a dress there, you know? Oh, or like, or something. I, I don't know. That just, that never went anywhere. But like, he gives her the painting, but they have this whole thing about the dress, and it's just like, oh, it's just a little story. But in, I don't know. I'm just kind of used to movies doing that, where they bring up something, and at the end, they give it, you know, gift it to the other person. Yeah, there's kind of a, a bit of a resolve there. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but yeah, back to J.K. Simmons. I also thought he was rock solid, and it's, you know, the first time we get to see Batman and Gordon on screen together, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and he was, like, 80% Gordon, I think. Oh, yeah. He kind of dressed the same. He, I, I can't imagine that his performances uh ray king and jim gordon are really that different so that was nice to see um it was like to see both of them really both affleck and simmons kind of uh stretch those muscles before they do it for the big time you know i can't really say that they had chemistry but because were they even on screen together at all once they technically were but you know, when he had the gun to his head well yeah if you want to count it that, eh, we can count that. That was um, the only time they were on screen together, so they didn't really have the chance to, uh, yeah, true. You know, do all that fun junk. I'm I'm excited for Gordon. I really am. All right, uh, Anna Kendrick. Let's talk about her for a little bit. She didn't need to be in the movie. She didn't need to be in the movie. No, it was her character was completely useless in my opinion. I was. She didn't need to be in the movie. She didn't really add anything. Yeah, that's true. Like, hmm. sure, she's kind of a plot device. But yeah, you why? Could, well, like, you need somebody to explain things, things to. Because you know that Affleck's character is going to keep most things to himself. So he, sh- he has to have somebody to talk to. Uh-huh. Like, I get, That makes sense. I understand that. But, like... I don't know. I, I guess if we're tying this back to the Bourne movies a little bit, the... The girl in the first movie, in the first Bourne movie, the Bourne Identity, the Famke Jansen, I think, uh, she she and Andy Kendrick had pretty similar roles where they were just somebody to bounce off with and kind of fall in love with, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Not really that substantial, not that involved, but I don't know. I thought she, she didn't really subtract anything. <laughs> no, yeah, she didn't make the movie worse by being in it, yeah. but she definitely didn't make it better. <laughs> One thing I can't help, I, I really can't help but bring this up, but one thing that kind of annoyed me is that whenever, she had a couple of scenes where she was shown waking up from sleeping, and she had like perfect makeup and perfect hair and everything. I was like, come on. It's because she's perfect. So I don't know, I don't know what she want. Yeah, Josh. She is perfect. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman in every sense of the word. Right, I don't Cody? know. She looks pretty good in this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I'm not pretty. being sarcastic. She looks pretty good in this movie. Oh, yeah, she's she's very... not the... Not the perfect woman. She's no baby girl, but... Who is, though? I mean, come on. She's no Marion Cotillard, but she's okay. I mean, oh, God. <laughs> no she's not my, my go-to. Marion Cotillard is not my fate, my, my go-to girl. I know, I know. At least he is. She's the baby. queen. The queen. Um, but yeah, Kendrick was... She was good. Would I have liked to see that maybe go to a lesser exposed actress? Sure. Maybe. Maybe, but overall, not too many complaints. Uh, also, uh, Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Jeffrey oh, Tambor. 
you've he's seen been typecast. He's typecast as a guy in prison, isn't he? Yeah, like I was, I was kind of chuckling <laughs> to myself whenever he was on screen because of Arrested Development. How hilarious! You know that scene where they're walking up the stairs or down the stairs or whatever. Yeah. When he falls or stumbles, I wish the guard yelled "No touching." <laughs> that would have been so funny. Not even <laughs> no <a> touching. <laughs> that that would have been really hysterical. <laughs> I, but I kept thinking of the the bit in that show where um, uh, he hires this this random guy to like pretend like he had his hand cut off or something like oh, that to, to teach his the, kids uh, lessons. To teach his kids lessons. <laughs> oh, if only you would have lost. You know, one of those things. <laughs> and that's why we always leave a note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good old Rusty Devil. <coughs> but uh, no, he. I don't. Again, he didn't really add that much to the movie other than to be typecast as guy in prison. I mean, at this point, Jeffrey Tambor is either cross-dresser or guy in prison. Like, it's it's, <laughs> it's weird. Cross-dresser in prison, now, that would be something. Oh, God, uh, I can't wait. I don't know. I, Coming the summer for Netflix. Yeah, the, the the scenes that he was in, though, were like, shit. Like, uh, later in the movie, spoilers, obviously, but when he's released him from prison, he has this look on his face, and he just, like, like prison is his safe haven, then he leaves, and the ne- very next scene, he has a nail gun shot into his hand. Like, oh, sheesh. That was, like, I don't, re- that doesn't, it's a movie and it doesn't affect me, but for whatever reason, I just, my entire body shook when that. Well, it's when, like, have you ever scene. seen the, the actual adult cut of uh, Taken? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like when the, um, when Liam Neeson's torturing that guy and shoves railway spikes into his legs. Oh, jeez, I don't remember that. Oh, they, um, oh, it's a, like an alternate take on that scene. So you know, it's the scene in the uh, the clock. It's it's some sort of tower, and it's the electricity scene. Oh, that okay. guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of just attaching it to the chairs, he attaches the uh, car battery to uh, or the whatever it was to railway spikes and shoves them into his legs. Oh golly! It's hardcore. It's awesome. <sighs> that movie is intense. That movie's great. It is. A good I'm gonna movie. say it. I love Taken One, and then the rest of them kind of suck. Yeah, I haven't even seen them the last two because, like, why? That's uh, why. And uh, to round it out, uh, the only actors that really matter, John Bernthal. Oh, he was so good. So, getting uh, spoilers again. What was your reaction to the twist? I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't see it coming. I'm not good oh, at didn't? this twist. I'm not good at twists. I don't think. Hmm. I've come to the conclusion that I'm not very good at them. Okay. What was the last one? Oh, I didn't see a girl on the train. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. I. I well, that one was oh, a little okay. bit less obvious, but like this one, it's they keep showing. They keep <laughs> now, showing now these that two I think brothers. They keep showing the brother, and then he's not around. I was like, oh, I guess it makes sense. It makes sense after watching it, but it, as I was watching the movie, it was just kind of like, oh, what's Ben Affleck doing now? Yeah. Hey, it's Shane from The Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah, I, I picked that out. Almost immediately. As soon as I saw John Bernthal, I was like, brothers. And, wow. And I guess most audiences probably didn't realize that, so it might have been a good twist for them, but eh, I don't know. Uh, so I guess it really wasn't a twist for me. I was just sort of waiting for it to happen. And <laughs> I'm just thankful that they didn't build to, like, like if they called him the Ranger or something like that, and it's like, oh, he, he's got the Ranger working for him. Like, they didn't build up John Bernthal's character to where it's like I thought the big that to where I would think that the big reveal would be lame. They just kind of like oh it's this is just kind of kind of 
going to happen, you know? Like oh, they try oh, to that's make weird. Yeah, that it's like um it's kind of like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker because they do he oh, he doesn't have a dad and then there's this imposing guy who knows a lot about him and I don't know. It's just I'm just glad they didn't overhype that to where once they're like they're brothers, then it would be like, "Oh, well, obviously." They just sort of let it happen, and I appreciated that. I liked it. I, I liked that twist. I thought that was a good twist. Yeah. Um, what other things did but you like? I really – oh, shoot. Sorry. I'm um, playing Destiny, and I just fell off the ledge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really liked – I want to go back to uh, John Bur- Berthnall. How do you say his name? Bernthal. Bernthal. I really liked him. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, I'm, I've had quite of um, a change in opinion on him recently. I did not like him in The Walking Dead. Really? That's when a, I first watched it. That's I thought he was a piece of shit. Like, no, I thought he was a good actor. I didn't like Shane in The Walking Dead. So oh, okay. So that that meant that I hated the actor as well, of course, because <laughs> that's just the kind of person I am. Uh, so whenever I saw him, I was like, "Oh, it's just Shane. He's nothing. He's not. He can't be any other role." And then I saw him in Daredevil, and he was great. So I I really like him now. He's one of my favorite actors working today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really really liked him. What else? What else did I like about this movie? Most of it. I just I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun at this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also agree with Bernthal. Um, <laughs> he really uh, he stood out to me the most. What in um, The Wolf of Wall Street when he played Brad Bodnick. <laughs> when he was, like, selling pills to little kids, he's like, hey, how's your sister? And then he's like, ma! What's on, What's for dinner? And he's like, ma! <laughs> he's just, I don't know. I, to me, that was my, that was the standout role for him because, like, I, I did not... I did not and never will watch The Walking Dead, so that sort of means nothing to me. Why I just find it... Everybody I've talked to, I always ask them the same thing, what ha- what has happened in that show so far? And they always like nobody can ever give me a quick answer like oh this plot point or this major thing. It's just like it's just people kind of hanging out, sometimes dying. That's what life is, Mason. I know. I just don't find that interesting in a show. I like. Uh... Yeah, didn't you just say that you like Woody Allen movies where that's literally the plot? No, no, no. I was just comparing it to a Woody Allen movie. Oh, okay. Do you not like them? No, not really. I like. Okay, because. I can especially, say with in, especially uh, like in TV shows, the only TV shows I like are animated, where it's just kind of no holds barred, and I'm just watching these animation ideas running around, or dramedy, you know, like West Wing or Gilmore Girls, where it's funny but it's can be dramatic, you know, like what about like um, Seinfeld? Well, yeah, that's that's more of like a I guess I should segment that into half hour sitcoms as well because it's kind of contained. And well, it's, I mean, because. I, I don't just know. Don't, if there, I, there's no overarching plot in uh, Seinfeld. No, no, but I, it's it's a half hour comedy. But this is just a long way of saying I don't like things like Breaking Bad or Walking Dead or Westworld or likes. Game of Thrones. I just I don't. That's not what. I, that's those aren't things I enjoy on TV. But anyways, John Bernthal is fabulous in this. Movie. Yeah, here we are. He is quite badass and very handsome. And that first scene he's in when he gets into the car was oh, that was awesome. Where he puts the he puts the gun like that's that's just a great scene overall. Where he puts the gun on the dashboard and you just <laughs> you see, see the guy. this guy 
he thinks he can pull a fast one on him and get the gun, but like we know that he's not going to, and Burnthal knows that he's not going to, and it's just it's a fun it's a fun scene and a fun like uh, waiting game. Uh, I just that was one of my favorite scenes, I think. But uh, but overall, I really I dug his character, and I I liked at the end how things sort of just slowed down and they just kind of talked. It was nice. Oh yeah, it was, like, it was weird. It was very strange to me that they yeah. Like I was wondering, like, what is he doing? Why isn't he going to help his guys out? That's when the twist hit me. I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. it makes sense. He's rattled. Yeah, and I thought that there was going to be one of those brother on brother fights, but he's like, no, I'm not going to fight my brother. You're my fucking brother. I'm gonna yeah, help you. I kind of like that. Like, I don't, I don't know if this becomes a sequel or how it would become a sequel, but uh... I just I want my uh, I want my John Wick crossover with this movie. <laughs> That I got a real John Wicky vibe a couple of times in the movie, mainly when he was talking on the phone with his uh, whatever. Oh yeah, his like handler kind of person. Yeah, that kind was like, that was another cool element. He just she was just like, "Hey man, uh, I got a job for you." He's like, "Okay, what's up?" <laughs> cool, thanks. Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I kind of like that. Uh, I like their relationship, but um. Some other positives, I guess. Just overall, I think the action was really good, and um, but even more impressive than that, because like the actions, that's action. It's pretty easy to do, but they they did a lot of like the econ- economics and business jargon without it sm- not making sense. Like they they did a really good job at simplifying that, so idiots like me could follow it and be like, <laughs> oh, he's looking for this. Like I get it. So, what did you think? No, yeah, I, I agree. I think um, did, it, did it engage you? Sometimes, <laughs> occasionally. Um, also, another thing. This is a very small moment of the movie, but it's it's the one that I've been thinking about. Is um, when Affleck and uh, what's Annie Kendrick are in that conference room, and he's talking about how he figured out uh, what was going on, basically, and he's like, "Oh, oh, well, the pure the- excitement in his face." Yeah, that's kind of where his acting was slipping a little bit because I don't, not I don't know if that's if people with autism get that excited, but I feel like he might have slipped out of his acting there, out of the character, and gone a little mm-hmm. bit too Afflecky. Because the most <laughs> part he was in there, but I don't know. Um, no, but it was when he was mentioning he's like, oh, when people make up numbers, subconsciously they f- they always have the they number do a three. Pattern. Uh, no, like specifically the number oh. three is the second number. Did that? Quick, uh, did that catch your attention at all, or is it? Am I just crazy? You might be crazy. I, I mean, I noticed it. I was like three, really. I wonder if it's true, though. <laughs> like I, they make these claims in these movies, like it's it's possible. Like yeah. I don't know about the human mind. I never took psychology. I hate psychology. Oh really? Oh, I hate it. I like psych. I always like psychology, but it's not like the definitions and stuff but just like the how people think i don't know psychology is interesting um but yeah I, for whatever reason that that scene kind of sucked me it's like oh really i guess it was was it dumb did you think it was dumb or i don't know i thought it was i thought it was really cool but it just that's just something i've never heard before yeah and i liked it it was cool it was, all right uh some negatives um uh, like i said before uh not that she was bad, but Anna Kendrick didn't need to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
her character was kind of useless. I feel like um, they, they could have found a way to not have her in it. Yeah. Maybe Especially because her character doesn't really go anywhere in the whole movie. Kind of just... Yeah, that's true. I like the scene of him uh, realizing that she was being targeted and she, he like busted in there and took care of business. Yeah, yeah that was cool. That was... Yeah, there's lots of cool scenes in this movie. Yeah. I think I think that's what it was. It worked best as it's just kind of a collection of really cool scenes that sometimes have a plot and uh, just like John Wick, just enough of a plot. I've never seen that, but you never saw John Wick. Nah. What is your problem? I don't know. I just don't feel like I know it. it's for movie homework next time. It's my turn. Ugh. Please, maybe Please. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you like the one I got you so far. So, that's true. Trust me. That's Trust true. me. Oh well. Um, I'm so stoked you liked that movie. By the way, I did. It was it was a good time. It was a good old time. Uh, other negatives I have. I think uh, the exposition dump in the middle of the movie was yeah, a little much. That, I mean, I mean, it kind of makes sense why J.K. Simmons was doing what and, he was doing, and they just overcomplicated it too. Like I, yeah, it just could have been prison? like, oh, he's why is a, he out of prison? Is he? Wait, like, so how did he, he get in prison? I mean, you know yeah. how he got in prison. There was just a lot that. in there. Like, there's three different sort of plot stories going setups. on. Like, let's um, you don't need that many plot threads. Yeah, if I if, if that would probably be my main criticism, it's just like okay, just. Cool it like we're at a funeral. And if you gotta have, the, if you have to have your three different uh, plots going on at the same time, please don't throw all your exposition at us at once. Yeah, I don't like calling characters exposition Joe, but <laughs> that's what J.K. Simmons kind of became. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, what did you think of the girl that he uh, took under his wing? I suppose. Do you like her? Oh, she's gonna, fine. I'll look up her name. And she didn't make me angry or anything, but yeah, she also wasn't the best part of the movie since I kind of forgot about her until right now. Yeah, so did I. Uh, her name is Cynthia Adai Robinson. Has she been in anything else? Uh, she was Amanda Waller in Arrow at some point. Oh, I she watched. Was in, she was in Star Trek Into Darkness as oh, who could forget her character, San Francisco woman? Oh, my favorite. Just like. Such a ripoff that she didn't get at the Oscar for that. Um, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. My, I'm still sent. I just sent a letter a week to the Academy saying like, what the <laughs> hell? She Snubbed killed it, her. a San Francisco woman. Like, come on. The look of terror on her face in that one scene. I know when San Francisco things were happening. When she, when she saw the rent of her apartment, like, ah, She's got... this isn't rent controlled. Ah, uh, I got laid <laughs> off. Ah, Starfleet. Ah. Um, no. <laughs> Starfleet, oh, classic Starfleet. Um, other negatives, I really, I really can't think of any. But not that they're they weren't there; they just weren't important to me. It's one of those <laughs> kind of movies where it's like I'm having a good enough time where this isn't really going to bug me that much, and not many things did. So uh, I'm glad I saw it. It's not going to be. It's not in my top ten of the year, and it won't be. But it was a welcome. It's it was good to see a well made through and through movie. Because that hadn't happened for a little while. Not as much as I'd like it to, I guess. But uh, Final thoughts, what Cody? Were our, what were our last movies like? Uh, like I mean, Deepwater Girl Horizon, was Girl on the Train. Where I was like, eh, I was just cooler on those. It's like, I liked them, but they were... I, li- or I liked one of them, but it yeah, still oh. wasn't that great. But 
I don't I don't know if I would call this great, but it's it's it very wasn't good. Awful. It was yeah. it was good. I I am with you on that. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't definitely wasn't bad. Yeah, absolutely. Not. I would watch it again if someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch the Accountant?" Be like, yeah, I guess. Sure. And uh, as always, I'm excited to see what Gavin O'Connor does. I think he's he's got to be he's got to be close to a big movie. Like he hasn't really done a franchise thing yet. Not yet until we get the Accountant too. Yeah. I'm not in a rush to see that, but I won't be mad if it comes out and is good, you know. Uh all right, you want to give it a grade? Oh boy, I'm I'm going to throw this movie an 8. Okay. Uh I'll go 8 and a half. I think it was tolerable and a good time. Very good time. Very good. All right, let's uh let's kick it off. Some watching, reading, and listening to Cody. What have you been up to this week? What have I been up to? I've been busy as per usual. Um, I've been playing a new video game. The new Tomb Raider finally came to PS4. Ooh, nice. So I've been trudging my tombs? way through that. Yeah. Do you ever raid a tomb in those games? Hey, you do. Oh, really? You go through a tomb. I don't know. I don't you don't raid you it. Raid it and. I, I I go through it. I, I take a couple of things. I guess I do rate it. Oh, okay. Right. So it's very fun so far. I haven't beaten it. Um, But let's see. Did I, I talked about that book I was reading last week, right? Yeah, yeah. How was that? It's getting better. Oh, nice. Not that it was ever bad because it was amazing. But today I read about 200 pages at school because it was so good. Ooh, nice. You can just do that? Wow. Oh, the students are really uh, independent. Good. That's good. They can even go to the bathrooms by themselves. They don't have to go anymore. They can. It's great. It's really cool. Fabulous. What about you? What have you been watching, reading, listening to? I've, uh, despite being hella busy, like, I've been, I haven't got, I've been getting home past at least midnight the last four nights, so I haven't had that much time, especially to watch movies, but I've padded my life out a little bit. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of good music, I would say. There's mostly this, other than Smash Mouth, there's uh, there's this one song I've been listening to called Ultraviolet by Dagny. And okay. it's very, it's like, it's just this song that's stuck in my head. It's very kind of poppy and alternative and grungy in, this, in the same way, or at, at one time I should say. And it's just, it's a really, it's a cool little song. And I'm highly enjoying uh, listening to it. I'm getting into her stuff too. Uh, I also got the Batman Return to Arkham set uh, of games in the mail, and I just I was playing Arkham Asylum a little bit today, and wow, that movie or that that movie, the that movie. game, that game seems like such dog shit compared to, compared to Arkham Knight because it's a great game, but it's just it's old. It's, it's almost old. ten years old now. Yeah, well, 2009, that's, a, that's pretty close, I guess, but no, it's just... Yeah, I thought it came out in 2008. There's just so much that I can do in Batman Arkham Knight, especially, that when you go back to play Arkham Asylum, it's like, why can't I beat down on this guy and then jump to another guy and shoot the other guy with my uh, REC gun and, you know, do all this stuff? It's like, I kind of have to dumb myself down. Why can't I do all the cool shit that came from Arkham City? Yeah, so I'm 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 playing that through first so I can build up the suspense and the hype for to replay Arkham City. But the the graphics look really good. Um, Can you tell the difference? 
Yeah, I haven't. It's been a while since I played Arkham Asylum to be able to tell a difference. So I'll let you know with City because that's the game I've. Other than sports games, it's the game I've played the most in my life. So I kind of know that game by heart. And uh, I love that game. I love yeah, it so much. I remember when I got it. It was like it was heaven. I just I was looking forward to it for so long, and I finally got it. And I was like, this is the best. It's so good. That's one of the few times that something I've looked forward to has met my expectations. Oh God. Seriously, like Spectre did, Seeing U2 did, U2's album did, and Batman Arkham, Arkham City did. And that's about it. Wow, you've lived a really uh, rough life there. Yeah, I know. <sighs> White privilege, I'll tell you. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> Dark. Um, and let's see. <laughs> oh, and I have been reading a book. Oh, Actually reading a book? A book, a book, book. A booky book, book. Oh, it is the reading? sequel to The Bat, the Joe Nesbo thriller, the Harry oh, Hole which Harry one? series. Uh, I think it's called Nemesis? I don't know. There's a, I can't keep them straight, but it's it's really good so far. Uh, Harry Hole is brought... <laughs> Harry Hole. They never mention... Every time. They, nobody ever jokes nobody about that. Nobody ever picks on him. In, in the, <laughs> the Bat, they just... Oh, they call him Harry Holy. Just... <sighs> What? <laughs> I just that's another question that I need answers. Like why na- of all the names, why give your your character the name Harry Hole? That's like, fucking hilarious. Geez. I bet it's not as weird in Swedish. You did it for the memes. Swedish. You did it for the memes. Did it for the memes. Yeah, but like I don't know, you it's not cocky to think that this could get picked up by American audiences who would snicker the entire time. I don't know. <laughs> No, like, so, how are people um, gonna, do you do you realize that when the snowman comes out, that's literally all people are going to talk about because they're stupid? Maybe they'll change his name. No, nah, it doesn't look like it. Oh boy! But that's really when is that me. movie slated for? Is that December twenty seventeen? Uh, November, I think. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Have let's since we're on the subject of uh, Joe ne- uh, Joe Nesbo or Yo Nebo or whatever. Joe Nesba is how they say it in the uh, audiobook. Oh really? Yeah, Nesba. I don't. Know, he has the O. He has this the O with the the slash through the hmm. in Nesbo. Yeah, Nesba. Uh, so maybe so, I, I just that's how I would go from it. So it's this is the cast for the Snowman, and if this doesn't get you hyped, then you all need to check your pulse. Michael Fassbender is Harry Hole. Rebecca hey. Ferguson is Ketrin Bratt, his partner. Who is she? Uh, his partner, who the twist happens halfway through. No, gets... no, um, no. Who, oh, uh, she was in. Was she, she was, in what? She was Anna and Girl on the Train, and she was in Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Okay. She was the blonde in Girl on the Train. I'm into it. The one who, the one with the corkscrew, who uh, twisted a little yeah. bit. Who? We didn't. Oh, we, his I, wife. We never, yeah, we never mentioned his current that. wife. Yeah, we never mentioned that in the last episode, but that was like one of the most ugh, scenes ever. You know? Yeah, that it's was like rough. You barely watch it. Like, I didn't feel bad for the guy because he was a piece of shit, but... Like, imagine how that feels. Yeah, I hope that never happens to me. Well, speak for yourself. Um, (laughs) That's how I want to go out. That's how I want to go. Getting stabbed in the neck. (laughs) Getting it twisted in. Uh, Also in Zishnoman is... Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Chloe Savini. Ooh, she's good. Oh, you you know her? She's an American Horror Story. Oh, she was. I all I know her from is Zodiac. So, uh, and I loved her in that. Yeah, she's pretty good. Charlotte Gainsbourg, who I'm not familiar with, J.K. Simmons also as uh, Arve Stop. 
That's the um, that's the chief, right? I'm pretty sure. No, I'm trying to remember. I need to listen to that again. I need to read that again. Uh, Val Kilmer is Gert Rafto. I think he is. I'm pretty sure he's the talk show host, right? Yeah, you're fucking kidding me. What? Val Kilmer's in this movie? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, also, you may may be familiar with James Darcy. I know. I heard the name before. Uh, okay, I guess he's not. I don't think he's who I thought he was. Uh, oh, he's gonna be in Dunkirk too. What a hell of a year! That guy's gonna be in Dunkirk, Nolan's movie, and and this. That's pretty amazing. Uh, no, James Darcy really wasn't in anything I'm familiar with. So I must be thinking of somebody else. And uh, Toby Jones. Oh, Toby Jones, little old Toby Jones. Little Toby. Who's he playing? Uh, I don't know. I do not know. But I'm sure he'll be fabulous. But, but yeah, that's gonna be the best movie ever. I'm pretty sure. So write it in. It's gonna be close. I'm very excited for the movie. Yeah, but uh, but but back to the book I'm reading. Nemesis is uh, pretty interesting. It's uh, the the crime, I guess, is um, a pol- uh, is it a politician or is it like an ambassador or something is found murdered in a was it Singapore. Something oh, like that. God, he goes to Singapore? Yeah, in a Singapore hotel room that he was, like, getting a prostitute, and the chief walked in and found him with a knife in his back. So here he goes, is going to Singapore. And uh, it's good so far. I'm about 60, <laughs> 70 pages in, something like that, and it's I got, I think, 270 more to go. So I'll let, you, I'll let you know how good it is. All right. But I do want to reread The Snowman. Ah, oh, that's such a good book. All right. Uh, but that's about it, and uh, hopefully I mean, I'll... Hold on. Before we end the episode, I feel like since Josh isn't here, we can talk about the debate. Yeah. Did you watch did. the debate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did watch the debate. I live how did it, you, baby. How did you feel? Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was the stupidest thing I've ever asked you, by the that's, way. That's okay. Um, you, well, how did you feel about it? Asking me if I watched the debate, actually, is the stupidest thing anybody could ask me. Sorry. Now that you um <laughs> don't have to remain objective... Because of your stupid would, job or whatever, I was remaining objective at some point. Really, you were just no, no. I was just yeah, you were not being an asshole. No, I was pretty uh, chill. You weren't supporting uh, baby killing like you were last time. Yeah, sheesh. I didn't know that about <laughs> myself. Thanks for letting me know. I didn't know. Uh, but what do I think of the debate? Or yeah, how'd you think about it? Oh, it was hey D Train. To, to his credit, he debated well for the first thirty minutes, but. Then you could almost see the screws come loose, and when he's like, "Oh, such a nasty woman," and I'll keep you in suspense about the election, and just all the crazy things that he said, it's just it. It he gave the same performance all every single time. Maybe he would have won the at this rate. He probably would have won the seventh debate. You know, if he continued this upward trajectory into not being absolutely terrible Uh at at presenting his opinion and his plans, then maybe, yeah, maybe she would have gotten to six and one and to keep his bit. mouth shut every once in a while. That That's what it came to is I, these people. Wrong. Why can't they just wrong. let wrong. the other person speak? Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah, that's what's they going to do. Just wait your fucking turn, dude. And it's not. And, and uh, of the things that he said was wrong. It wasn't they were all, wrong. Nothing was wrong. <laughs> but when you said, when you came out in support of the Iraq war wrong, it's like, no, you were on, like a few months or maybe less than a year after 9/11 you went on Howard Stern and said, "Yeah, I guess about the Iraq war." 
Like, it's not. Yeah, I guess. Why are you disputing this when it's on the tape and on the record? I don't know. On the record. I thought the the moderator was fantastic. He was great. Really? Chris Wallace. I loved him. I thought he was... He was... He, he interjected himself the right amount of times. And, like, maybe it's just because it's Anderson Cooper, but I feel like he butted in a little bit too much. But Chris Wallace did a... I think his, he did a good job. But I if, feel like he was kind of... Asking easy questions, you know? Well, like, I feel like he was kind of favoring Trump. I, really, I thought he was more of on Hillary's side. But I didn't see that. Personally. That's not what I what I got out of it. No, that was that was honestly that was the worst possible person they could have had to, or at least Trump could have had to to moderate because no matter what, he's not going to complain about the moderator because the moderator is from Fox News, which has been behind him the whole way, and it's just now he kind of. He really couldn't say anything about it, even if he was a little biased. He's like, oh, Fox News is against me. No, they're the only people who are helping you, you know? Sean yeah. Hannity. Nobody, Sean Hannity, who nobody's going to call, is like the only person who's hanging with you. <laughs> no one's going to call. call. Call Sean. No, no one's going to call Sean Hannity. Nobody likes no, nobody, Sean Hannity. Nobody likes him. Do you know, it, there was an internal survey among Fox News employees at every single level, and by almost unanimously, they voted Sean Hannity as the worst person they impl- on on their network. Wow. Yeah, like they hate him. That gets, poor guy. No, no. No, no see a piece of shit. No poor guy. He's Sean Hannity. He's Sean Hannity. He's. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Go I don't to watch go to his Twitter Fox account News. and look at his header. Just okay. Just for just for a, a giggle for an LOL. And that that'll it'll tell you all you really all you need to know about him. Is it A S E A N C A N Hannity? Two N's. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> He's such a potato. But no, I, I wish Megyn Kelly would have moderated a debate. That'd been awesome. She's because she's super cool, kind of. Super kind of, kind of. Sometimes, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just him <laughs> holding a football like he's Joe Effen Theismann. <laughs> it's a Nerf football too. That's the best part. And he's not even holding it right. Like really, look no, at he's how not he's holding he's... that. That's not how you hold a football. You hold it. You put your arm. You put your hand around it with your right hand if you're throwing the, the right hand, and then you like cup it, and you don't you don't grab it like a hamburger. I don't know. <laughs> I despise Sean, and his 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 profile picture is also great. <laughs> it's like his he, author picture. Because first of all, they look nothing alike. Those could be different people. Maybe as a body double. And secondly, he's posing for like a high school portrait or something. <laughs> he's he's so weird. I don't know. I've never been a fan. At least Bill O'Reilly's funny. Sean Hannity is not funny. And he was the one who said, I don't know, Hillary nodding her head in a weird way seems like a, a seizure to me. It's like, were you a doctor? When did you It seems like a seizure to me. He literally said that. It seems like a seizure to me. I don't know. Uh, anyways, but uh, what did you think about the debate? I don't know. I thought it was okay. a bit silly. Yeah. And these, these people kind of both suck. Let's get serious. I don't think so. I, I mean, think... Hillary's all right, but... Hillary, I th- I think, 
I think uh, Hillary is – we're a lot harsher on her than we should be because she is going to – more than likely, she's going to be the first woman president ever, and that's kind of amazing. That's At true. Least to me. I, I just think we undercut it because, oh, she's Hillary. When it's like, no, she's she's a woman who's kicked ass for her whole life and is smarter than all, and really anybody she's probably ever met in the United States. Wow. She's extremely smart. I don't know. I've, I've, I was hard on her when she was running against Bernie, but I've, I've since warmed to, to old Hill, Hill Dog. Hill Dog. Kate McKinnon's better. Is that, is that what you're going to write in on uh, Election oh, Day? Hill Dog, yeah, totally. I, this is the first uh, election I'll be able to vote in. So this oh, is really? Cool. Oh, poor you. You missed 2012 by a year, didn't you? I did. I did, but that's okay. I was, I was with him in spirit. <laughs> that's right. You want to know who him. I voted for? I voted for um, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson's an idiot. Whenever people like are like, "Oh, we should pay attention to third party candidates," like, no, one of them doesn't believe. One thinks vaccinations give autism, and the other doesn't know what Aleppo is. So maybe let's just cool our jets here. <laughs> let's be cool, guys. Like, come on, they're both pretty, either dumb or crazy. Okay, it's uh, you know, I'm not gonna vote for somebody who thinks that shots give autism. No, absolutely oh, not. Why? Maybe that's what happened to Ben Affleck's character. Who knows? <laughs> oh, <God. The> <laughs> Sorry. What if that was his origin story? <laughs> oh, oh, that'd, that'd be, be so, so funny. <laughs> Written by Jill Stein. But what if we give him autism from shots? No. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> All right. Uh, since we haven't done this in a while, let's on the air set uh, take a look at the next few weeks of the show. So we've got a, since the end of October is looking. I think. I think there's a couple of good movies like Inferno. I'm excited about that one, but overall, there doesn't nothing looks like it's going to be uh, causing that big of a fuss. So we're going to have some fun these next few weeks. Oh boy! So next, starting next week, Josh is super psyched about this. I'm sure he's already trying to whittle his list down from 612 to five. But we're going to talk about our top five favorite horror movies in celebration of uh, the Halloween season, and right after that is going to be one of my most anticipated episodes, Harry Potter Retrospective. Oh, fuck. One episode. Oh. It's going to be great. And then uh, the week after... It's going to be a long one, isn't it? It's going to be a long one. But then the week after that is Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, the week after that is Arrival, which so psyched, so hype. Let's oh, do it. Is that on November 4th? Is that when Doctor Strange comes out? yeah. And then Fantastic Beasts, and then Allied slash Moana. That may be a bonus kind of a situation. Which one is dumb. Allied? That's with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Marin Cotillard. Oh, yeah, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I still kind of want to see uh, Moana. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as interested in Moana, but I'm sure Josh will get all upset if we don't talk about it, which you know, <laughs> I'm more than happy to. And then La La Land. Oh, shit. I know that. Which one is that? Gosling and uh, Emma Stone. It's the Whiplash director's follow-up. Oh, isn't... isn't... I'm going to look this up before I sound like a fucking idiot. No, go for it. No judgments. Is it a musical? Yeah, it's a musical. Okay. And then uh, Miss Sloan is is in there on December 9th. I'm not sure what else is coming out. I'd have to amend that. And then Star Wars and... And then it gets crazy because there's a ton of stuff. But uh, those are just how the next few weeks. So are let's looking. get serious. Are we just seeing Miss Sloan because uh, 
Jessica Chastain is in it. No, I just don't know what else is uh, what else is going on there. It says it comes out November twenty fifth. Oh. Well, then maybe we aren't. I just uh, so let's see, December the week of December 9th. Let's take a look. Oh no, Miss. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But <sighs> I'd like to talk about Miss Sloan because it does look interesting, and Jessica Chastain is the coolest, and she's my friend, and I have to see her. Because movies. you met her once. I met her mo- I've met her once, and I follow her on Instagram, so she's technically my friend. I Tell me her. she's not. Show me the proof. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to yeah, be a send her, send her a private message on Instagram. Hey, you know Mason, man? Who the fuck? Slide into your DMs like, Ugh. All right, uh, right, let's. We, we should call it there. Yes. Cody, as always, it was fun. And yes. uh, so coming up. Top five favorite horror movies, Harry Potter retrospective. So we got a fun, uh, fun couple of weeks. I'm really excited, especially about Harry Potter. But you guys can't guess what my favorite horror movie is gonna be. Suicide Squad. Yes, got him. Yep. So until then, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Send us an email, reflexpodcast@gmail.com, and of course, leave five stars for uh, just uh, just for just for the effort. We love you guys. We're, we love making episodes. So until next time, Cody. Take it easy. See you later.